Aloha! This is Jeff McPherson, Dr. Tiki from Tiki Bar TV. Come one, come all. Please enjoy with me the witty dialogue of William Sellers and Sean Montgomery, most commonly known in households or tiki bars across America and Canada, go Canucks, as Boot and Reboot. Now, enjoy another episode of the Boot and Reboot podcast. Podcast for May 19th, 2010. This is podcast number 68. I am your host, or co-host, I should say, William Sellers, also known as Reboot. And I'm your I'm your host, Sean Montgomery, also known as Boot. <laughs> you sound lovely. Your audio is much better than it has been, and you feel you're loud and rich and and deep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ringing like a bell. No, that was me. I actually got a. Um, uh, I need to turn that off. I got a feature that whenever certain people uh, post to Twitter, it text messages me. Well, mine does that too. And um, that was Kevin Rose talking about some mess. The bears, the Bernstein Bears. Yes. So I'm gonna turn this, turn my phone on. Vibrate, he says, "Does vibrate. anybody remember the Bernstein Bears?" So I'm gonna turn my phone on vibrate. I don't. You know what's funny? You don't. Thing? No. So you know what the funny thing is? Talking about the vibrate feature of the iPhone, one thing that's actually... seriously, you don't remember the Bearstein Bears? The little books? Oh, yeah, With yeah, the Papa yeah. Bear and the little bears? Yeah, They'd yeah, always yeah. get in some I, sort of little debacle? I, I, I remember all that. Okay. So, uh, so I, yeah, to put my phone on vibrate, and the funny thing is, I took apart the iPhone today, the 3G. Yeah? You know what makes it vibrate? <laughs> don't no, go there. Tell me what you it know makes what makes it vibrate? It's a little like wheel looking thing, and when the phone vibrates, it just spins around real quick. Yeah. You you knew that? Well, that's how they all vibrate. No. Back in way back in the remember when there were pagers and beepers? Yeah. We disassembled so, a few of those. And so, so there's like a little. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's a little circular wheel with a weight on one side, and it spins, and it kind of gives that vibration. Yeah. How? That's not very high tech. But it works. It works, but it's very high. It's like a little motor. It's like a little, yeah, it's not high tech at all. Anyway, so we were having a problem with one of the iPhones today, and uh, someone took it, we took it apart and um, fiddled with the, the top button wasn't clicking right. He fixed it. Somebody dropped it in the toilet. No, this was, um, I think someone just, someone who doesn't use a case anymore, not me. Um, I, I went, you don't, you don't use a case, do you? Never have, never will. And you know what? I'm going that same way. I, I, I've been through all sorts of different cases and whatnot, and um, I just I, – I, well, first of all, I know there's a new iPhone coming out, so if something happens to this one, oh, well, I'll, I'll fool with it broken until I get the new one. But, yeah, I'm going caseless from now on. So what have you been doing this past week? What have I done this past week? Uh, my daughter had a birthday party. We had 10, 12-year-old girls spend the night at the house. Uh-oh. Um, wasn't as bad as I thought. It was fun. Um, they only stayed up till about four o'clock in the morning. And what else did we do? Now, much, you, that's it. Didn't you go on some kind of run? Oh yeah, I did that for Mother's Day. Now tell me about that because 
I started jogging, and there's some tech that I actually bought to assist me with my jogging. So, what, so, so what'd you do? You went jogging for Mother's Day? It's called Moms on the Run. It's a cancer uh, charity event, and uh, basically a bunch of people dress up in pink. And did support. you dress up in pink? I did not, but I did wear my yeah. I wore my Moms on the Run T-shirt. So it was, was, close. That, was that pink? No, <laughs> it was white. Yeah. Okay. Well, I went. So I'm back on my diet kick and you know getting really really strict on what i eat and exercising i've been exercising like a nut this past week and um this past weekend i went and actually bought a pair of the nike plus shoes you ever heard of those i've heard of them so basically it's a tennis shoe that in the bottom of the tennis shoe you can put this little sensor that is uh they say it's bluetooth but it doesn't actually work as a bluetooth i think it's some kind of proprietary bluetooth signal or some signal that rides on top of the bluetooth and um, you put it in your shoe, you start walking around, you have an iPhone app, you click it, and it starts measuring your distance, time, how many you know calories you burn, the whole thing. It's pretty cool. Anyway. I've seen it. Does it work? <laughs> yeah, it works fine. It looks like how a does chain. it know how far you've run? Um, well, it knows how many paces you take, and I think it probably estimates... Um, what if I take really long paces? Well... What if I'm a bounder? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it works by, you know, you got me there. I really don't know how it works. <laughs> I think it works by, like, you know, it senses your pace and it takes an average, you know. I think, you know, most humans bound within a certain amount. There's so many, there's so many you know, feet or inches that most humans walk. Dude, you know we are not like most humans. Well, this is true. Uh, seriously, I, that's my problem with the thing is how does it know how far it's gone? You, you, I've seen these people use them and they say, "Oh, well, look, I ran 1.76 miles." Mm-hmm. How do it? How do it know? It's got to have some algorithms. <laughs> it's just loaded it's with got algorithms. Technology. It's, it's technology. No, I think it's got to be something that it, it takes an approximation of how many times it feels. Is it, does it feel itself hitting the ground and says, "Okay, one step, two steps"? Did you tell it how tall you were? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I told it my weight and uh, height and age. Which what about I your inseam? And did not give it my inseam. I would think you would need to know your inseam. I'm about a 30 inseam. I, w- I would think you would need to know I'm that. about a 30, 31 inseam. I mean, because, like, what if you were like six foot tall? Michael Jordan or somebody. A 42 inch inseam. <laughs> that, that might skew the data results. I don't, I don't think it works. <laughs> It works good for me. I mean, because what I did is I, I had uh, I turned on the, the device and started using the Nike app. Then I switched over to an app I have called Cycle Meter, and you can set that to say, okay, I'm walking, and then it 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 tracks you by GPS instead of um, you know pedometer type stuff. And it came in; they were both about the same. What is that? It's a green light. Nothing. I'm I'm playing with a, a flashlight while I'm talking to William on Skype. So. I need to stop distracting him. So, as soon as I shine the light, he's like, What's that? Oh, a pretty, light. Pretty light. So um, tonight what's going on, we, we had talked about this a few minutes before the uh, we started actually recording, is tonight they've got a uh, Star Wars musical going on here in Baton Rouge, which I did not go to because I was lazy, didn't get tickets, and kind of regret not going because it looks like it's pretty cool. So basically, there's um, and I don't think it's a John Williams orchestra, but there's an orchestra that's um, doing a show around the country, I guess, and they come and they play the music to Star Wars to the various Star Wars films 
you know, based upon what's ever going on in the movie, like when they're doing the cantina band thing, then the fight sequences. So all the 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 um, the, the major music from from the movies, and then what they do is they play those clips, the video clips on some big screens, I think, and you watch the movie and they do that and it looks pretty cool. Uh, one of our new friends and you mind if I mention at Cajun Mama? Go for it. So at Cajun Mama at under at Cajun underscore Mama runs a really cool blog called TravelingMamas.com and she had posted some pictures of uh, her her taking pictures with the, um, the some of the stormtroopers and Yoda uh, so if you're interested go to twitter.com slash at Cajun underscore mom and check it out so let's get into some tech well before before we do that I want to derail a little bit further in the conversation what you derailing about do you watch Lost no I have never seen any okay you know what you know what kill me with Lost plane crash I don't like plane crashes <laughs> <laughs> day one there's a plane crash so the, I tried to watch Lost the first few minutes when I saw people falling out the plane and getting sucked out of the plane and running and getting pulled into the engine I said oh I, I can't watch this because you know I, I used to be a planophobe and I didn't like getting up in the air in a damn plane well let me, away, say, let, me say, let me say this I don't mind flying in a Cessna I don't like flying in a big plane big planes are better I know this well well See, and I saw you this before. It's the whole thing about not being in control. You see, because if I'm in a small plane and I'm sitting next to the pilot, I always feel if that dude catches a heart attack, I just throw him out of the plane. I'll jump in the plane. I'll fly this plane down. Plus, you don't really go very high in a small plane. You know, in a big plane, you wake up 30,000 feet, 40,000 feet. In a little small plane, you're like up like three or four, maybe 5,000 feet. At that point, I could I could probably jump out and make it. <laughs> You're not that high, you know? So I could fall, I could jump out and I would time it just right. I could land in a pond or someone's pool and I'd be fine. I'd be right as rain. Piece of cake, huh? Yep. In a big plane, I can't fly the thing if something happens. Something happens, you can't get in the door of the cockpit. You just lost the control. Of course, I'm over I'm over that fear now. Well, and I, I have to say that fly, now that I've... I'll fly any way you send me. I have to say that since I have since the company I work for now, we have an office in Las Vegas, and I fly back and forth to Reno uh-huh. from Reno to Las Vegas. I am completely desensitized to flying now. Really, the whole thing would be just dropping five thousand feet at a time, bumps, turbulence, winds, craziness, and I'm sitting there just reading my magazine. It's like nothing ever happened. It's it's actually kind of freaked me out. <laughs> it's like driving in a car. It is like driving in a car to me now. Yep. Yep. Did you see the last uh, Dignation? No. Where Alex talks about, you know, he, he, you know Alex Albright is um, working on his pilot's license, and he was talking about some of the same things. Did you actually get desensitized to things like turbulence? He was flying with his fiancée, and his fiancée was freaking out every time he would go, whoa, or, you know, she, they would hit some bumps, and he's like, it's just like riding in a car. He's just like, oh, there's bumps in the road, there's bumps in the air. Oh, it's weird, yeah. Last time I, I flew with my wife and daughter, it's... Vegas can get very bumpy and very windy. Yeah. And we were flying out of Vegas, and it was it was pretty bumpy. And I'm just sitting there reading my magazine. They're holding on. They're pulling the armrests off. They're squeezing them so tight. <laughs> you know, my daughter, who's flown tons in her lifetime, but all over the world, was just petrified, damn near in tears. And I'm just sitting there going, when am I getting my Coke? Now, did you, did you ever have to land at a crab angle? <laughs> you just wanted to try to find some way to say crab angle. Yeah. I've seen that people people land airplanes on crab crab angle, and if 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 you know whoever's listening to this podcast, if you ever just Google airplane landing crab angle, 
it's the weirdest damn thing. You planes going in one direction, winds coming in another direction. You gotta land that thing just right. So what you do is you point your nose where you want to go, and it's 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 a catastrophe waiting to happen. Uh, you want to talk tech now? Do you want to talk tech now? Talk Let's tech now. Talk tech. Yeah. So um, today we had some things go on in the world of technology, and one of my favorite companies, I think probably yours as well, Google had a, a press conference today and I think this is your your thing so I don't want to like squash over you so you want to tell us about what what we saw did you actually listen to the or watch the the scobalizer was all over it and was posting video and I didn't have time to watch it today I was I was no, kicking ass no. and taking names what I I didn't watch the whole thing I watched bits and pieces of it but what I felt like was the problem mm-hmm. and is the fact that it was developer I, I know this is their developer conference, uh-huh. and that's their audience. Right. But everyone in the world was trying to pay attention. What is Google going to do? There were all these rumors about Google TV and all these new Android devices and all of this new great stuff that supposedly is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really talk hardly about any of that. Yeah. yeah. And to me, to me, it's like one of those things where Apple does that so well. They get the masses worked up, and they come out there and say, Look at this new great thing we've created. Totally, totally. Google had that stage today, and they talked about APIs and widgets. So, not, so not, do you wi- want- not widgets, but you know what I'm saying. No, no, I totally agree. I, I definitely think that it was anticlimactic. Actually, the last few things that that VMware, which is a virtualization um, company, it's actually owned by EMC. Have come out with have been kind of not so you know they're good it's cool but it's not groundbreaking. For instance, uh, you remember Salesforce.com, a popular CRM um, uh, tool, website, service, had a big press announcement where Paul, where Paul Moretz, uh, CEO of VMware, uh, you know, touted this big upcoming web conference called VForce. And basically, it was just basically the same thing that Google and VMware did today was basically say, hey, we're running some, some APIs that developers can build cloud apps. And to me, when I think of VMware, I think more of virtual computing, virtualization. And although that, that does play into, that does come into play with um, these APIs, it just was like, eh, okay. You know, it's a back end that they've got that's virtualized and they're writing all these APIs where developers can write web apps that are cloud-based. Didn't really do a lot for me. I don't know if it did anything for you, but I was like, eh, okay. No. But, but to me, they, you have this stage for this keynote. There wasn't enough and, wow factor. And you've got, so that you've got the rest of the week for the developers to break off into their groups and talk right. about all these great things. Right. Why not take the first two or three hours of your keynote speech today and say, this is the kick-ass stuff that Google is about to do. Oh, totally, and, totally, And they totally. didn't. And, and people love Google. And, and Google, I have, I hate to say it, but Google's turning into Microsoft. You know, there's a, exactly, I totally agree. And there's a lot of people who have, who have been saying that, that it's like, you know, eh, it's, there's innovation, but it's not cool innovation, you know? And I totally agree. Today was the keynote which is like you know the first day of the the, the conference. There should have been a whiz bang consumer based, you know, Android TV widget 
coolness that could have come out, and it didn't. It was just kind of like, okay, we talked about alliances with VMware and SpringSource, which is SpringSource is a company that, 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 that does a lot of the APIs for cloud-based computing. Interesting, not whiz-bang, okay? Uh, the other thing that came out was with the WebM video format, okay? That was kind of cool. So it's an open standard based on uh, H.264, an, app, an Apple slash industry codex. Is actually H.264 an Apple thing, or is that just an industry just across the board? I think it's, I think it's across the board. I don't think it's specific to Apple. But I think Apple adopted that as their standard, I think. Um, so, you know, they came out with this, uh, you know, plans for uh, an Android television integrated device. That was kind of cool, and then it was just about the open standard of WebM. And I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. It's not. It shouldn't have been the highlight of the of the of the um, of the co- first day of the conference. No, no, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I think I think they they they've screwed they screwed it. They had and and there's so much buildup right now around Google because Android's doing quite well um, that they had this opportunity to really come out there and wow the public, mm-hmm. and then have the rest of the week to talk to the developers. Yep. And they didn't. The public is going to be like, what? WebM? Yeah. What the hell is that? Well, I think I think the public will go, okay, let me find out about WebM and be like, all right, cool. But when it comes to like the Google VMware spring source thing, I mean, that is totally not in the general public sphere, sphere of coolness. I mean, yes, exactly. virtualization people are going to like it. Yes, uh, developers will be all jazzed about it. But I just don't think it wasn't like, it, it, wasn't, an, it wasn't an iPhone announcement. It wasn't a new consumer-based product. It wasn't a new service. In fact, one of the services that came out several months ago, Google Wave, they announced today is open open to everybody. You don't have to have an invite. I used Google Wave for about an an hour and went, I'm not using this. Did you have? Did you ever use Google Wave? No, not really. I have it, and it might work. It's kind of like. It's a collaboration tool, kind of like how Google Docs is, but it's not a doc. It's just a stream of text. Well, I say text. You can put text. You can put. You can embed a video. You can you can put media in it. But it's just like you know. I just don't get it. Um, I do get it, but I don't see. <sighs> what am I trying to say? There's no usefulness in your daily life. There's no usefulness in my daily life. It's good because it's a Google community collaboration tool and that's cool but in terms of it being something that's an aggregate for information I just don't use it I use Google Docs great I use Dropbox if I need to share files with people and I use Gmail and and, and, and Twitter so I don't know if you know was, was, was Wave trying to look at Twitter and then they said okay we don't want to do that we want to switch to Buzz which I get Buzz Buzz actually I think is pretty cool it's no Twitter but I get it Wave, I just don't get, you know, and and actually some of the uh, one of the uh, developers at Google from Wave basically conceded and said, "Listen, we screwed up. The implementation really wasn't good. Uh, you know, we want you to try it again. Those who have had had the initial rollout, try it again. We made some improvements." And I was like, mm, "I don't think I want to try Wave again. I mean, no, I'll, I'll try. No. I'll try it. I'll play with it. But I'm just, you know, I just don't get. I don't get it." Google is on the cusp of having two paths to go down. They can either become an Apple, or they can become a Microsoft. And they are leaning towards a Microsoft. 
And and what I liken this to is, do you remember four or five years ago when Balmer got out there at their conference and said, like for ten minutes, he all he said was developers, 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 develop. Do you remember that? Hang on a second. <laughs> and and they didn't get it. And and Google's the same way. They don't they don't get it. <clears throat> and they don't. I think they're a, a room full of nerds that think they can do things better with a couple people at the top saying, okay, we need to monetize this. Mm-hmm. Whereas Apple is a room full of designers. Developers, 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 developers. I'm sorry. I like the remix. Well, he is one sweaty dude. Have you you've seen that video before? I wish I could share my screen. Okay, that's enough of that. How about that? I can hear you now. I'm sorry about that. Say again. Google had this stage today, and they just poo-pooed. Hey, what happened to your audio? You're you're much lower now. I didn't do anything. You've done something to me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're much better now. Anyway, so sorry about that. The long and short of it is, Google I/O was today. Google had the opportunity to, to probably show the world some cool stuff they were doing, and they didn't. Yeah. It was cool stuff to other nerds inside Google to me, but that's it. Yep, yeah. I, I totally agree. There was it wasn't it wasn't a, 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 the caliber of an Apple um, conf, uh, keynote address. Now, talking about Android, um, PC World today released an article showing about how Android has grown. In fact, uh, the research the resource gurus over at Gardner. They're like one of these, you know, Gardner. They're one of these people that go out and do research and on statistics and you know growth and, and decline of, of different sales and stuff. And they say Android has grown seven hundred and seven percent over the past year, and that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're saying they've got five point two million Android handsets were sold in the first quarter of twenty ten, up to uh, you know a little over uh, half a million uh, from a year ago. That's a lot. Um, I just don't see it really ever competing with the iPhone. Because this is the thing. Mm. I haven't looked at the newest handset from like HTC. Because they've got, the, and I, I've, I've looked at it and online it looks real cool. The uh, draw, the, um, is it the Incredible? The HTC Incredible. I haven't actually held, held one in my hand. But I've played with the Motorola Droid and I've played with the HTC Droid, not the Incredible. And I just what is that? I'm just playing with things while you're talking. And and I just don't. It just I played with the the OS and it just looks it's just clunky. It's slow. So I think it'd be cool if um, you know, it's good competition with Android and Google against the iPhone. I just don't see it ever being anything. I mean, competition is great and yeah, come up with a better Android phone, but. I will. I, I say this, you know, is never say never again. Is I'll never leave my iPhone. And I don't, yeah, and I don't reason, know. It take a lot for me to leave the iPhone. And the reason is, even though I don't have tethering, I don't have all this stuff right now. The interface is fantastic. It is super fast, and when I go to the App Store, it is a pleasure. I mean, and that's the thing is, what it is. <laughs> I, I go to the App Store I'm like a kid in a candy shop, and I just don't see the. You know, I just don't see Android having the marketplace right now. Right now. Well, the way I see it is that as far as smartphones are going to concerned, uh-huh. you're going to have whatever Apple's 
phone du jour is, and then you're going to have everything else, and everything else eventually is going to run Android. Yeah. I personally believe Microsoft in this space is dead. Oh, I think totally. Um, the only <laughs> way Microsoft Microsoft can could could save themselves if they is if they came out with some sort of whiz bang licensing deal to try to take back from Google, but Google's giving it away. Yeah, Google's so, giving it away. Have you seen the new Microsoft Kin? The K I N. Yeah. Eh, it looks like a toy. Yeah. I think that's 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 uh, aiming at the teeny boppers, but the, all the teeny boppers want an iPhone. Exactly. So so that's the problem with Microsoft is they come along and they say, okay, what does the youth want? <laughs> and they try to decide what the, you know design what the youth want, and, and yeah. you're never going to work. It's never going to work like that. Well, that's a good question you bring up. Do you think Microsoft is? I'm going to say that they. I'm not going to say that they're dead to innovation, but do you think that they're they're done? And I will no. say I will say I will say this: Microsoft for the email database, um, you know, for like Exchange and SQL Server, I think they will always be a presence. And I think for large corporations, everyone's going to run Windows. But in terms of being a cool company again, now I do like Windows 7. I have Windows 7 that I run in a VM on my Mac, and I really do like the UI. It looks pretty, and it's fairly usable. It's new. It's different. And I'm so used to XP that I think anything change in Windows is, is going to, I'm going to think it's going to be good. But I just, I don't know. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Microsoft's dead. I mean, I don't know how you can really say Microsoft's even close to being dead because well, if you still look at the numbers worldwide of software sales, Microsoft still is... No, no, and I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And I, I, When I say that they're dead, I shouldn't have said that. I guess what I was saying is... Not dead when, when, when have we had a big Microsoft press announcement where media was invited and it was like mm, you know people the public was like oh I'm going to talk about this on CNBC and I'm going to talk about this one on your local news where ooh Microsoft's coming out with something the last thing was was Windows 7 but before that it was pretty much nothing I mean Vista announcement which was a failure you know I just you know I, you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say Wait, but <laughs> but it all goes back of what are we comparing them to we're comparing them to the master of all of it Apple exactly and whether, whether Apple has the best product or not you can argue but what they do have the best thing to do is 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 marketing what they have at the moment yeah yeah here's the next greatest thing look at this 13 inch MacBook oh no the next version now look it's 13.5 inches see how much better 13.5 <laughs> inches is than 13 I mean that really that's what they do yeah yeah you know you've got that joker that sits there in a t-shirt in front of a white screen on all the little things on the web you know mm-hmm and he sits there, and all he does is what we've done is we've taken it and we've tried to decide oh, come how on. can we make it. I better. love Johnny Ives, you know. And it's like he could do anything, you know. We looked at it one time and we decided we should remove <laughs> all the buttons. There's no buttons. There's no screen. There's nothing. It's so simple, you know. And and yeah. and that's what they do, and they make it seem like. But I will say, I agree with you. Whatever dope they put on all their stuff, we're we're totally addicted. Because oh, yeah. I guarantee you, the, the next iPhone that comes out, even if they didn't have the pictures, and sh- I, I'm, I'm going to be waiting in line. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So Android, I don't know, man. I mean, like I said, I think it's you know it's, it's good. I think that they're, they're, they're trying to uh, bump up things and, and give a challenge. I think it's good for the consumer. I think it's good for Apple because Apple's going to say, okay, let's take our, ne- take our next trick out of our bag and let's implement this. So it's good. I just, 
I just don't think I'm ever going to move from the iPhone. I just love my iPhone. In fact, I was talking to KJ Mama today, and she had a um a BlackBerry, and she's like, I'm just waiting for this thing to die so I can get a new iPhone. I'm like, I'm with you, sister. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. By the way, I, 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 still, I, I still think it's going to be the iPhone, and then everything else will run Android. So yes. Google will have a significant market base. I just don't know how they monetize it. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, there's all these services that Google has. Again, they give it to, they give it for free. Maybe there's some things they'll start selling. Maybe there'll be some new service or or whatever backup solution. Who knows? Virtualization that you can do on your phone. Um, I don't Google's- know. There's actually there's actually some people, and I don't know if it's actually part of Apple. It's actually part of VMware uh, that are actually trying to write VMware for the iPhone. And that intrigues me because, and I don't know everything about. It. If you Google it, they actually talk about talk about where the iPhone will actually run a VMware application, and you'll be able to switch different phone topologies. Now, I don't know what kind of licensing that's going to do, but if you go Google it, there's actually I think it's from VMware, like their Skunk Works um, group is trying to look at things where running actually a, a hypervisor on the iPhone, and then from there you can boot. Um, you can boot, uh, you know, Apple OS or Android or whatever. In fact, uh, today, it, well, a few days ago, uh, we played around at work with an iPhone running Android. That was kind of cool. It took 10 minutes for the damn thing to boot. <laughs> it was very slow and very unstable, but Android runs on an iPhone. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So speaking, so the next thing, um, moving on to the next topic, I don't know if you want to take a break or anything or, or what, but uh, and this kind of goes along. I, I am whipped. I've got to take a <laughs> and break. Then, and this kind of goes along with what we were talking about. Android is now they've got um, Google. Uh, and that's, again, we're talking about Google again. Google unveiled the Chrome Web App Store. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. That's kind of cool. And I don't know if I'll ever really use it, but basically, it's a bunch of apps that you can get and run in your browser. Now, I will say this. I absolutely love Google Chrome browser. I do too. That's what I use predominantly now all the time. Really? So my main browser that I use uh, on my computer day in, day out is Google Chrome. And I I used to not like it. Uh, When the latest version came out, I'm like, let me give it a try. And I I loved it because it was fast. The screen real estate at the top bar, phenomenal. Because I don't like my browser being in the way. And I like the way that the tabs are like kind of integrated into the um, the bar at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely love that. Uh, and then I use Safari. I really don't ever run Firefox anymore. I have it installed just in case I need something to, to test. But boy, Google Chrome is my, my browser. So Google unveils this Chrome web store. So basically what you let you do is let you go buy web applications that run in the browser. So they've got one called, uh, and they're all paid for. There's one called Darkroom, which is like a photo editing software, and it's like five bucks. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies. Love it. You can get for the Google Chrome. I haven't tried it yet, and I might play with it later tonight. I I still love um, Plants vs. Zombies on my my iPhone, but um, Lego Star Wars. So I don't know. I mean, it it might be cool, and this may be a segue into what they're developing with... um, uh, possibly for the Android to have a better marketplace. Now, I will say this, though. If you go look at the web store, 
it looks a heck of a lot like the Apple Store, the Apple App Store, just well, how know, it's laid out. You know what? They're, this is, once again, and I hate to go back to it, failure on Google's part. Because you're sitting there thinking, oh, it's kind of cool, but in reality, what are you thinking? What am I going to use this for? Well, yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Because, <laughs> because okay, it's... Would I want to play Plants vs. Zombies on a computer with a keyboard and mouse? Hmm, probably not, you know? I mean, I would rather play it on my iPhone, on my iPad, which, by the way, I haven't bought one yet. Do you have your iPad? No. Are you going to buy one? Yeah. You know, people around me are going, William, why don't you have an iPad? And then what I told them before the 3G version came out was, hmm, I'm waiting for the 3G version came out. I'm not going to... um." Uh, I'm not going to, you know, buy the Wi-Fi, and then the 3G version comes out, and I'm I'm not rushing out to buy it. I just, you know, I, I want to get one. I'm going to get one, but the problem is, is I have an iPhone and I have a laptop. I don't know if this is a device that people need. You know, I mean, maybe it's because I always have a laptop with me. I always have my phone, and I've I've gotten really good at using something that's that big. Right. There's a joke there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. But you know what I mean? Why haven't you bought one yet? Other than they're a little pricey. They're a little pricey and you can't get one. What do you mean? You went, you can't I, went in, I went into the um <clears throat> Apple store this weekend and said, Do you got a sixteen gig three G? And he said no. No. Yeah. Did they have thirty two gig? I wanted a sixteen gig. Now that, that's 3G. a good question. Why are you going with a sixteen gig? Because I don't store that much crap on there. Mm. <clears throat> That's a good reason. Um, I have a th- what, what kind of size iPhone do you have? Sixteen. Um, physically. Yeah. It's a sixteen gig. See, I have a thirty-two gig, right? How much of that do you use? Uh, let's see. I have okay, Jamama. Look, I got some at W Sellers. I'm off to make a lightsaber purchase so I can defend myself on the ride home. So let's see. If, by the way, you got to get Boxcar app for your iPhone. It rocks. Um, so if I go to general, about... Okay, so I've got... So formatted capacity is 29.3 gigabytes. I have 10 gig available. So there, you so there you go. The reason why I like a bigger iPhone is because this is my iPod. I put all my music on here. I don't put all my music on here, but I put most, the majority of my music that I listen to on this device. On the iPad, I'm not going to really put any music at all. Uh, I may put, I may put a few, um, I may put a few videos or movies, but I'm not going to put any, you know, music, right? I still want to get a 32 gig, but shoot. <laughs> Shazbot, it's like 800 bucks. Yeah, I agree. So, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to get one. I bought my mom one, and my mom loves it. And I guess if I hadn't bought my mom's and had a weekend to play with it, I would have probably wanted to rush out and get it just because I didn't have one. But since I've already kind of played with it, I'm like, okay, well, it's a, it's a big iPhone. You know? It is. Um, But I'm definitely going to get one to have. I think they're great in, like, in meetings or on the go. You don't want to carry a laptop. You don't want to, you know, you're going to carry an iPhone regardless. So, I don't know. Um. So yeah, let's see what happens with the Google Web Store. I just don't think I'm gonna ever use it. 
this is uh, back to what I said. This is what they failed at. You know, you know what it's really created for, and they didn't make the <clears throat> they didn't make the connection. Hmm. It's created for. They teased us last year about the Chromium OS devices, the oh, devices that, that flop. run. That was a flop. No, but it, they never came out. They haven't they haven't released any of them yet. So the so to me, the App Store for Chrome is really the app store for these new devices. Oh, I see what you're saying. And I know that's what they're moving towards, but they didn't make the leap. Yeah, there was no plans that they laid out for anything. Exactly. Did, did you play with the Chrome OS for the PC? Not really. Like, it, it, it was terrible. So yeah. basically, yeah, it, so basically when I played with it, you got like a VMDK file, which is a virtual disk file. You can load in VMware and basically you run it virtually. And basically, Chrome OS is a browser. And what it is, is it's a Linux base. It's a Linux distribution that was tweaked to run a browser. So it really wasn't even innovative back-end OS code. It wasn't like, oh, you know, we're going to redesign. We're going to make something new, right? It was, let's take a Linux distribution, <clears throat> and let's strip it out, let's put all our logos on it, and let's make it to where the only thing it runs is a browser. Boring, okay? I didn't. Not, I, if, not I, if Johnny Ives has sold it. Well, Johnny Ives is going to sprinkle it with magic, like, sprinkle it with magic so dust. Like, what do you use? <laughs> you only use the browser. So we made it just a browser. <laughs> Come on, you, you know you like Johnny Ives. Just He's because cool. he can, he can He's, make... You know, I, I'm going to shave my head. just to be, Once I lose a little bit more weight, I'm shaving my head. And can talk with he, that. He, he could make an old dog turd sound great. Yeah, and that's awesome. You know, he's like, see, it's old. It's not new. New. No one wants a new dog turd. It's hot. It's smelly. But an old one, it's dried. It's hot. It doesn't smell anymore. It's not hot. It's perfect. Yeah. And that's exactly what he would say. I know. I know. <laughs> so I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. I mean, I, I definitely love Google. Gmail rocks, right? Google Docs, fantastic. In fact, we were doing our show notes today on Google Docs, which I think is where we're going to store everything from now on. If you have no objections, we're going to put all of our show notes on there. I object, Your Honor. <laughs> so, let's let's see what else we got to talk about. Uh, last night or today, Twitter, a little, little bit of background. Uh, so, everyone has heard of this little application called Twitter, maybe? Social networking kind of stuff. Have you heard about this? No. Well... That's a video that tells you what Twitter does. But anyway, Twitter is a, a social media, social networking application that uh, has been, you know, like boom. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that, that have complemented it was an iPhone application or, a, you know, multiple iPhone applications, of course. There's things like, I guess the first one that I played with was, remember, Twitterific? Mm-hmm. And there was another one that we played with. Um, Twinkle. 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 That we play with, and it's like you can actually go there. It's an application uh, runs on the iPhone that you actually run. That you can update your status. You can look at other people. You know, full integration with the um, with the, the the web app. Well, one of the ones that that lately I've kind of really enjoyed using is one called Tweety from a company called Eight Bits, and uh, I really uh, I really dig it. It's got a lot of nice features. Features. The UI is fantastic. Um, and that has been my kind of choice of, of Twitter apps. So yesterday, or actually I shouldn't say yesterday, a few weeks ago, Twitter actually bought 8-Bits. Uh, and uh, 
last I think yesterday uh, Apple pulled Tweety from the App Store and um, in getting ready for the actual official Twitter launch and that got pumped out uh, last night or like maybe around 2 or 3 a.m. It actually got released, in, or actually maybe earlier this today, like around 8 or 9, you know, sometimes in the morning hours. It was um, released and, and available for download, and it's basically Tweety version 3.0, which is really just, just Twitter now. And it's pretty nice. It made me mad in the you, first you, few seconds you, I used it. You talk. <laughs> you talk now. <laughs> it made me mad the first few seconds I used it. Why? It blew away all my accounts. Oh, that's true. That's absolutely true. You know, I had like five Twitter accounts set up in there. Some of them I don't remember what the hell the password is. Yeah, and I had to go through and figure them all up. I mean, because I, I have my personal account, I have the my one where I kind of death watch celebrity death watch. You need to do one. something with that because the last <laughs> few times people have died and it's like the celebrity death watch isn't even coming out and saying anything. Lena, Lena, Horn, I didn't see this. It's so, so Lena is, Horn. So Lena Horn's dead. I, I, tweet, I tweeted that Lena Horne died. Yeah, after she's already in the grave. No, oh, come on. So I, I missed that one. <laughs> I wasn't right on Johnny on the spot. So anyway, right. for those of you who don't know, I also have a, a, a Twitter handle called CelebDeath, C-E-L-E-B-D-E-A-T-H. And when somebody dies, I tweet out you know, that they've died. It's kind of like a <clears throat> an alert system for people dying. Call it. I like it. Macabre, whatever you want to call it. I uh, I I find it interesting. You know, you want to oh, know. I love when knowing somebody... when people die. Everybody, as long everybody... as I don't see at WSLers pop up, I'll be okay. Every well, the slogan for it is it's 140 characters you don't want to see your name in. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> like that because everybody's curious when somebody dies. Oh my God, Michael Jackson oh, yeah. died. Oh my God, so and so died. So anyway, and then I have just I have some other utility ones that I use for contests and stuff because you know you have all these contests out there that say tweet out. You know, American Express is the greatest thing known to mankind, mm-hmm. and you're entered in a contest. Well, I don't do that with my personal account because I don't want to spam my friends. Yeah. So I do it with these utility accounts that I have so that I can just do it tons of times and get all kinds of extra entries and never won anything. But anyway. <laughs> well. No, um, I'm gone. So I don't know. I, I, I experienced the same thing, although it really didn't get to me because I have, let's see, I had uh, one, two, three, four, five, about six or seven accounts. And I all I know the password to all of them. You know, very easily. So I just typed it in. Um, some of the new features, which there's one that I'm just like dying because they haven't implemented. Uh, some of the new features that I like are that if if you don't have a Twitter account, you can actually use Twitter. You can log in. You don't have to log in. You can actually look at people. You you know you can kind of like what they call spy on your friends. You know you can sit there and, and check out Twitter without actually joining Twitter. Uh, that's cool. Uh, there's now a thing where if you don't so with the current previous version of um, of Tweety, to use it, you had to go online to the website and create your account, right? What if you're out and about and someone says, man, you need to try this new application called Twitter, and it's got an iPhone app, and you go get it, and it's like, oh, I can't sign up, or I don't want to go through this, you know, go through the pinch and zoom to do all this. Now you can actually create your account within the application. Pretty cool. Um, not not groundbreaking because there's a ton of applications to do that already, but cool nonetheless. Um, but the one thing this damn thing is missing is push notification. And I'm sure this is eventually going to come, 
but I would have really hoped that they would have done something for push notification. In other words, so I've got my iPhone to my pocket, and someone doesn't reply to me or DMs me, what happens? Well, I could do it to where it, it sends a Twitter alert, like a t SMS text message, right? I don't really like doing that because it's just more hoopla, and i got to open, i got to unlock my phone, I have to go into SMS messages, and then I can look and see who I'm, who I'm doing. And if I don't want to get everybody's input, I have to go back in and I have to go and edit who I want notification from. Not the best way to do it. Um, what's the matter? <laughs> this is totally uninteresting and interesting thing. No, I, 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 I don't know what you're getting at. Because I'm getting at me, is they should have pushed notification in the device in the app. I don't want push notification. I want it. I gotta have it. I, I you went have and bought that with SMS messaging. You go in there and you check and you say, I want to know every time William Sellers tweets. I want to know every time Kevin Rose tweets. I want to know every time Cajun Mama tweets. I want to know every time Celeb Death tweets. I don't want to know every time Scobalizer tweets. I don't want to know every time Calicanus tweets. No, no, you know? no, no. You don't get it, though. This is an application where if someone at replies you, it pops up on the screen. It actually pushes a notification saying, hey, so-and-so said something about so-and-so, and it's about you. So, like, my... They're talking about They're you. talking about it. So, that, like, DMs, when someone DMs me, it vibrates and dings my phone. A little pop-up says, you know, um, at Gomery has said this to W Sellers uh, in a DM or even in a public reply. So I just, I like that. And I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people on the internet who said, I want that. And it hasn't come out yet. So I'm a little bit miffed. Anyway. So anyway, Tweety, Twitter, whatever. You like it? It's free. I paid two ninety nine for that darn thing. Yeah. I By the way, if you hear me saying darn and shoot... It's because we have a sponsor. <laughs> Who would that be? That would be the Louisiana Technology Park, home to Louisiana entrepreneurs. So do, is this where I play like I'm Jason Calacanis and I go, ooh, I love that place. Yes, it's a fantastic place. And the staff there is beautiful people. And it's an amazing facility. If you've ever taken the time to walk through it, you'll just be happy. Yes, you would be astonished. And you'll be happy to know they're on Twitter. Their Twitter, no way. Their way they are up on top of the social media platform. You can look at them at, at LA Tech Park on Twitter. Uh, there's a dude there named Stephen Loy, and his account is I think it's FS Loy. Fantastic, salt of the earth guy. Doesn't want to buy my Kindle though. Nobody wants to buy a Kindle. I know I can't get rid of this damn thing. And uh, we have a new guy there. Uh, Jesse Hogart. You don't know him. I don't know him. Nice guy, too. I think he's uh, pretty savvy on this whole social media thing. In fact, he's, let's see, right now, he's, we're down at Lucy's Downtown with at Vision and Growth <laughs> for Since Pitch Night. I saw that. So, Jesse Hogart, good on you. Well, <laughs> at, you know, at, it's one of those things. It's like, like Callie Candace would say about audible.com. If he works at the tech park, he rocks. Yes, he does. And let's say, let me just say his uh, his Twitter handles at J T Hog H O G G. Any relation to Boss? Nope. Well, have you, have you asked? Him? I haven't asked. But that's our span Spencer. <laughs> that's our Spencer for the day. And they provide us um, a fantastic place to host our show from. Well, I shouldn't say host. For me to set up all my gear that allows us to do all this, and we have some room for growth. Very nice facility here. I need to post some pictures of. 
and uh, hopefully we'll be doing some podcasting with them in the next few weeks, days, so on. Okay. So there's our sponsor at LA Tech Park, www.latechpark.com, home to entrepreneurs. By the way, we actually had um, Steve Wozniak do an intro for us. Do you remember? I do. And because uh, we because we rock because we we very much do rock. So anyway, back to tech. That's all I have for that. I, you know, Twitter, good but, good deal. Now we got a whole laundry list of things to talk about, and I hate to say it, but I ain't got that much time. Okay, well we got let's let's do something fun. How about <laughs> a little bit of fun while we close up? Because we've been podcasting for approximately an hour, forty eight minutes. Well, so, forty eight minutes. Have you seen? The Protective Cat Attacks Babysitter video. It's one of these viral videos that are just all over the place now. No. So what I want you to do is I want you to go get the show notes and grab, that, grab that link. It's a YouTube link. Oh, YouTube? Yes. Okay. And uh, well, Hold on. Don't, don't open it until I say go. Because <laughs> we'll watch it together. All right. And play. So... Uh-oh. This chick is here. So the deal with this chick is she's here. Oh, it's, it's like security cam video. It's a security cam video, right? Wow. And she is here playing and babysitting this cute little kid, and the kid's having a blast. And, you know, if, if those who are watching, hopefully will watch along with us. Um, the kid's, you know, playing around, and the, 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 the title of this is Cat Attacks Babysitter. Okay? Mm-hmm. So anyway. So the kid's playing around with the ball, and the kid runs up. And what's going to happen here, you're going to see the kid... Um, break a glass. Okay, so he's playing, and he's coming over to the babysitter, and whoops, you know, I'm playing with the ball, and I slam the ball on the desk, and right about now, oh, glass broken. Well, you see the cat goes, what the hell is that? So the cat gets out of the room. Are you, are you there at that point yet? I'm at what the hell is that. Cat comes into the room with the, t- with the girl and the kid, sees the broken glass, and freaks out. Is the cat? Oh, look at the cat go! And the cat is going. The cat is going. The cat is going nuts. I mean, the cat is tearing this poor chick up. And I will say, chick was doing her job. Wasn't on the phone. Wasn't you know doing anything wrong. But look at this cat. This cat is badass. You got to put that cat down. (laughs) I don't. don't, (laughs) And they see. And then the other cat comes in and it's like, what the hell's going on? Another cat's you know trying to screw around with the other cat. And it goes on and on and on. This this chick gets terrorized, and the cat does not let up. You know, the cat gets the kid, and it looks like it's all settled down. And the girl's like, okay, it's going to be okay, kid. And look again, boom, the cat just jumps after the chick. And, I mean, it's just terrorizing this poor girl. Cats are the strangest thing ever put on the planet. Yep. But, I mean, that's some crazy stuff. And the cat is, and, I mean, the video ends, and the cat is still attacking this chick. That's weird. That is kind of weird kind of cool I want a cat if I was going to have a cat that's the kind of cat I'd want cat hears something on the other room and says oh my goodness I have to defend my defend my you know master I call suspect on this whole thing there they can't you can't do that in CGI or maybe you can't because they've got this family has got so the cat was in the other room yeah when this happened in here oh I know what you're going to say is this is probably staged so this family has cameras in every room of their house and they're recording all this stuff? Don't you have cameras in every room of your house? No. <laughs> well, I will say this. It's probably a family. Probably, <laughs> probably, 
could be uh, probably tech savvy. And what, what? I mean, if you were going to video your house and you had a babysitter coming in and you were going to do such thing, you'd probably have a camera in the kids' room, right? You'd have a camera mm-hmm. in the living room, mm-hmm. and you'd you'd watch it. And they're, they're probably and look, these cameras are now dirt cheap these days. Mm-hmm. You think it's staged? I, something's not right about it. Oh, I don't know, man. That's just it's just I don't know. Maybe. And even if it is staged, I don't want to know if it's staged. I just want to believe in this fantasy. I think she's got catnip in her pocket. Catnip. What is catnip? It's a herb or something, huh? It's like cat dope. It is. It's cat dope. <laughs> it is. I think she's got cat dope in her pocket and he's hitting for a fix. I know, but man, that cat is badass. He does, he goes after her. So that's a little bit of fun for today. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Ooh, you waited <laughs> 50 actually, minutes will, to get to that. I will say this. This podcast actually pretty much, you know, worked out okay. The last few, <laughs> and I say that as being the last few were a little bit iffy. But you oh. see what happens? A little, you know, let's see. I took We took maybe about 20 minutes to, um, 20 minutes to, uh, you know, uh, do a little research. Look, look up some things today that we want to talk about, and bam, there we are. Back in the saddle, baby. I was prepared every other show. Uh, well, I will say I wasn't prepared. Um, do you get many friend requests? Not to change the subject, but do you get many friend requests um, uh, for a four square? No. No. I got, I mean, I got, I, well, you're New, Joe Popular. New Orleans Tech wants to add you to their friend at four square. I'm like, okay. No. So, oh, by the way, I tried to send you email, and I got a bounce back. It says technical, oh, technical de- of Sean That's probably why. Why that's did you let that why. expire? Why did you let that? Ex- that's your persona. It, that is the little bit of you. It expired this morning. I can't, it's one of those things. Every day yeah, I got an email, and I kept f- thinking, "Oh, I got five days." How do you not do? Go, go, Daddy. Go, Daddy. Tells me. Go, Daddy's calls me on the phone and said, "Hey." You and GoDaddy have always had some this, sort of weird. This is GoDaddy, and we just want to make sure you're a happy customer. And I'm like, I got oh, ten man. times as many domains as you do, and they've never called me. How many one. domains do you have? Seventy-two. No, you don't have seventy-two. I have like. 40. I used to have over a hundred. I got like forty domains. And I don't have that. You know what's anymore. hard? You know what's hard is keeping these things paid for. <laughs> <laughs> so, so GoDaddy once they called me and they said, "Look, Mister Sellers, we see that you renew a domain like every few weeks." <laughs> And they said, do you want to consolidate all your domains into, like, one group? And I said, no, let's not do it all at one group. That's too conspicuous. Let's just, oh, do, yeah. a few, let's just do a few at a time until we get where we need to be. Oh, yeah, the missus would notice that. Yeah, so 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 GoDaddy's my friend and that they keep all my domain registration hidden. <laughs> but go register your domain back or I'm going to steal it from you. No, it's done. I just paid for it before we even got on the air. Okay. It's done. It's probably back. Hopefully it's alive and well now. Let's see. Go to SeanMontgomery.com. And, ooh, no. <laughs> Let me see. Can you go to it? Let me see. I bet you I can. Can you? Yeah, because I know where your DNS lies. No, no, I don't. Direct Nick. Yeah. Man. Do you come, does, it, does yours come up with a little thing that says Montgomery on it? The little map? Uh, let me see, Sean. How does it do that? Montgomery, Alabama. It does. That's the freakiest thing I've ever seen. Um, I do it no. Well, Sean Montgomery. I know, but it but it's all one word, no spaces. Well, they got smart. They got smart algorithms, bro. <laughs> Back got, to the algorithm. That's smart stuff. I know to figure this kind of technology stuff out. And it's right below. It's got Montgomery. It's got a 
Tuscaloosa. I was going to say tuberculosis, but it's Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa, a very fine little city. I enjoyed so, my time there. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I'd love to have some time to talk about our favorite iPhone apps because that, that's going to be something that we may talk more about in the future. Ixnay on the iPhone app, say. Ixnay is Ixnayed. So. What you doing? Playing with a plane? Yeah, I am. I got to go. All right. Well, this I got, has been. I got, the... I got sixth grade band, man. That's the final. All right. Well, this it's is like been... the end of American Idol for the sixth grade band. Whoops. Wrong theme music. <laughs> well, this has been the Boot and Reboot Show for May nineteenth, two thousand ten. Podcast number sixty-eight. How do you say that in French? Uh, Soixante wheat. Soixante wheat. Yeah. <sighs> I, I pulled a... that out of my ass. <sighs> <laughs> I took two semesters of French a year, and I don't remember Bupkis. I took 13 years, and I can't. I can say Le Pantalon. Next time we have a podcast, we need to talk about, about Baton Rouge Magnet School. What you know about it? Good school, bad school? It's very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.